Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I am your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who have supported me through this journey. A company of, companies have always wanted to achieve their sales goals and expand their reach to different markets. One of the ways to accomplish this is by recruiting employees that share common values, attitudes, and principles with colleagues. Learning different ways to add to these values in a workplace is important. So today we're going to discuss the importance of values in the workplace. Now today, to help us navigate through this important topic, I am beyond thrilled to bring on someone who I believe has a great deal of knowledge in this area. Our guest today is Lindy, Lindsay Harrell Cadets. Now Lindsay is the owner of BRP Consulting. She is a values vixen, speaker, and a certified master practitioner of neuro change method. And I didn't want to forget to mention, I have met a lot of nice people lately, and she happens to be one of them. I actually happen to be a big fan of hers. I am some fans of people of, I am fans of people from LinkedIn. She is probably one of the, my, I am a big fan of hers. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. It's a pleasure to have you. Andrew, thank you so much. You have me blushing on this end of the microphone. So I accomplished what I was trying to do. Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. Podcast over. No. no. Oh, um, golly. How have you been? What's new? Oh, golly. I've been doing really lovely. Uh, loads is new. I'm excited to, to, chat a, to chat a wee bit about that tonight. But um, really just enjoying life, uh, supporting businesses, and helping people have ahas in their own world. It's, it's, it's a fascinating thing to be witness to. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. We uh, had a huge snowstorm today here, so yeah. um, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, um, Merry Christmas to you in April. Happy, I love it. Happy, yeah, happy happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Before we begin, um, I always have a fun question to ask my guests to get things going. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for yours, Lindsay? Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, if you were if you were to given the choice to live for a month in the past or the future, which one would you choose and why? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would probably, you know, I would choose the future um, simply because I'm curious to know who I'm going to become. Um, and how I would be able to operate within the future of the world. And I see the future through a hopeful lens um, because there's so many individual, great individuals out there having conversations like the ones that we're having and the ones that we've had, the ones that you are, you're having on your podcast with other wonderful humans who are creating change in their world you know, I, I, I've lived in the, my past before. We don't need to go there because we got some good lessons. And I think going forward, it would be interesting to know what lessons I would have learned and to see the changes that others would have done in their world as well to see where are we going. Hmm. Yeah, future for sure. 
future for sure. Well, mm -hmm. that is an awesome answer that resonated with me. Thank you very much for having fun with me, Lindsay. I totally uh, appreciate you supporting me on my little fun ventures that I have uh, with these questions at the beginning of my podcast. Mm. I'm happy to support. I, I think you're doing a great thing and bringing great conversations um, and putting great conversations out there. And you should be proud of that. Right. So well, good, jo good job, that. Andrew. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, Lizzie, why don't we get started today uh, with you telling our audience a little bit about yourself? Oh, sorry. Sorry, my friend. You cut out. Oh, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I said, why don't we start? Uh, why don't we start by with you telling our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure, absolutely. Um, so yes, yeah, so you you gave a lovely little intro about me. Um, Lindsay Harrell-Cadets, owner of BRP Consulting. Um, and what am I all about um, within this world? Is in the work that I do through BRP Consulting. I'm about helping companies really optimize their performance um, through brand and workplace culture engagement. Where I come from is all from a values perspective and why values are so important and, and how at the end of the day we can have great impact in the world through our companies by connecting to our values and what our values in deeper levels and we'll get into that a little bit more and that's really a bit about me um, I come from a corporate background I've been running my own business since 2011 um, and I just love each new day because it's fascinating to see who we grow to become and when we really start mm -hmm. to set goals and understand, okay, well, I'm not who I need to be yet to achieve that. So how do I get there? How will my values support me? What actions can I do that keep me in integrity with who I am? And I think we're in this beautiful space of opportunity for so many people to start to realize these things and use and, and use themselves really to create greater ripples for good in this world. Hmm. Well, I appreciate all that. And that is a great story. I know I've read a lot of stuff on your um, website as well. So um, it's a great story. And I think you're doing some really good stuff uh, in the world today. So we all appreciate that. Thank you. You're very welcome. So, Lindsay, seeing that you are a values vixen, in your opinion, what does the word values mean to you? Mm-hmm. I love this question so much um, because in, in, until I was 27, 28, I didn't know what values really meant. I knew how to regurgitate the values plastered on the companies that I worked for on their walls, mm -hmm. but I didn't actually know what values were. And I certainly didn't know what they were to me and what they meant to me. And what my definition of values are is that um, our values are our underlying beliefs upon which we take aligned action. So ultimately, it's our beliefs in action. And 
when we take the time to really understand, well, what are my values? What do my values look like in action? How do they resonate with me? How do they support me? Um, we really start to create and take more action and have behaviors and set goals that fuel us, that inspire us, that motivate us through challenging moments in our lives. Because let's face it, life has challenges. Everything has a challenge in it. But when we know what we personally value from a belief and action standpoint, we're, we're more easily able to get through them. And we equip, our, equip ourselves with the with the tools to not fall into an overwhelmed spiral, an anxiety spiral. Um, we're able to confidently know who we are and feel confident about the decision and the path that we're going on. Hmm. Um, I think that's just, it resonates with me what you're saying there. It's so important to know exactly to have values and what you believe are your values and i think that will help you in deciding what direction that you want to go in mm -hmm. um, without that you are basically not sure if you're wanting to turn left or you're wanting to turn right so by knowing what your values are that's i, I agree with you 100 percent. it's very important yeah absolutely and i think um you know What's important to also recognize is that no one's values are typically wrong. Um, you know, I, as I mentioned, I come from a corporate world prior to going out on my own. And that is a big part, um, part, that's in part because that's what I witnessed growing up. I have both parents, one in the public sector, one in the private sector, but they both worked in a very corporate environment and their values aligned with that. And their values were good values. And that's just what I took on because that's what was modeled to me. Yeah, I had never, never taken the time to really understand what my values were. And what had happened was I went into this corporate path and I became a shell of a human because every action I was taking, every goal I was setting wasn't based on my values. So there was an internal struggle, but when we step out and we start to understand, okay, well, those aren't bad values, but they're not mine. So what are my values? And, and that allows us to be more compassionate to ourselves. It allows us to be more compassionate to other people. It allows us to understand um, why somebody may be taking the actions that they take. And it's simply because we have different values and that's okay yeah i think that's a yes i totally agree with you um when you're talking about uh values you want to you know, like you said you want to figure out what direction you're going in but you also want to um in the workplace too it also helps as well mm -hmm. um as far as organizational standpoint but we'll get into that a little bit be uh, further on mm -hmm. my next question to you Lindsay, mm -hmm. is now that we've established what values are, why are values so important in the workplace? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love this question too, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Because they are undersold. I think there's so much power in understanding what a specific value means and what a specific value looks like in action in a workplace. Um, because they influence the behaviors in a company, they influence the culture of a company. Mm -hmm. um, and what I've witnessed and what I've heard from a number of individuals who work at specific workplaces is that values are a joke a lot of the mm -hmm. time because mm -hmm. values tend to be these really great written fluffy marketing statements that are posted on the, the walls of the building. Yet the culture is not what those values are. And so there's this huge misalignment in what the company is saying that it wants to be. And these are our values. These are the values that this workplace is purporting to have. Yet the actions, the leadership, what behaviors are tolerated and promoted are in direct contrast to what the values on the walls are. Mm -hmm. So then that is a misaligned culture and they are having such, um, oh, I'm blanking on the, they're having an internal struggle again in the business um, because people don't have buy-in to what this company stands for. They don't understand how to have ownership over a value in the workplace. And even more, you know, most people don't understand what their own personal values are. So why in the world should they care about what, uh, what the values of their workplace is? So it's, it's, it's really this, when we are able to understand what our own personal values are, when there's such clarity about what the values in the workplace are, and it is supported by the actions, it's supported by how the leadership team models these values, mm -hmm. and it's promoted throughout the organization, then you have such an aligned team and a connected team and a team who understands why they're there and how they can be giving a, a consistent experience, um, whether it be to their external customers or to the internal staff themselves. And it just makes workplaces happier and more joyful. And as crass as it is, it goes right to the bottom line and it creates profit. So that like values are just so overlooked and often done as a, well, this is a fun team building exercise, but really it is, but it's for a very bigger purpose. And that purpose is all about how do we make this workplace be the be the workplace that actually meets our purpose, that actually goes towards our vision together and, and, and doesn't have these petty squabbles along the way. You know what? Uh, I totally agree with you. That totally resonated with me. Um, when we're talking about values, for me, values mm -hmm. is direction and purpose. So if mm. you have an employee, if an employee has direction and purpose, then they're going to have, you mentioned engagement, they're going to have engagement. Mm -hmm. And most people usually like to have, or they're in a situation where they like to be in control of what they control. The things that they can't control, they, they can't control them. So they like to be control what they can control. Mm -hmm. And 
if you have direction and purpose, then you can control what you can control, which will give engagement, which will keep the employees happy and they will stick around because they will believe in the values of the company. Yeah. It, it, exactly. It's, um, I was watching um, a documentary last night. Uh, I, I was privy to, to uh, a behind-the-scenes screening, so I'm not going to mention it, but they were talking about this workplace and how the sustainability efforts that this individual company has gone through are phenomenal. Mm. And so afterwards there was a Q&A and they were talking about, okay, well, the, the, they've met their sustainability goals. This is phenomenal. Like this can be done. We can really lower emissions. We can become carbon neutral to carbon zero to, to carbon negative um, within the business place. What was interesting though in that Q&A is that they talked about the culture of the company and the culture itself is, is not as great. Um, but because there's such clarity on the purpose of that thing and people have buy into the purpose, yet they haven't done the work to really identify the values over and above sustainability. Great. So what's awesome about that is that, okay, they know they can meet these really amazing goals and not have a very clear culture at the moment. Imagine what they could do when they're all on the same page, when there's not the politics, when there's not the cliques, when there's not the behind the back conversations. Imagine. So, so values really are all about how do we be more human in the workplace mm -hmm. and produce and meet our goals without having, uh, again, without having those head to heads. There's conversations that you know, where, where, where there's differences of opinions that you can go through and work through together. Right. But there's conversations and arguments that waste time. And so when everybody's clear on their direction, when they have ownership over the company values within their own role, when they understand their place and why they do, they're doing what they're doing, mm -hmm. it's a time saver. And those unnecessary... Um, having to manage the people right. conversations that a lot of leaders have to do, they go, they disappear because they're not relevant anymore because people have that direction. They have that clarity. They have that understanding. Mm -hmm. I, and you talk about direction. I, I believe I talked about this on past podcasts. Mm -hmm. The direction usually should come right from the beginning journey onboarding. Mm -hmm. And this yep. is talked with the supervisor or the leadership team and they should tell or the message should come across to the new employee what direction they want the employee to go to mm -hmm. so that they engage them and that there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for, there is no discrepancy later on down the road oh i you didn't tell me that i didn't understand that or i didn't look at it that way it's you know direction to make sure right from the get-go right from day one this is the direction that we have that we're going in these are our values and that we stick by these so that they know exactly what's going on from day one mm -hmm. yeah exactly and um even to add on to that is 
they know where they're going straight from day one. Absolutely. What is their path here? Where do they fit? What are the opportunities for them? And how can they support the overall vision of this workplace? Uh, it, it's then also, you know, coming back to them time and again and saying, okay, so you've been here for a while. What do you see these values as? Can you share a story as to how the workplace values that we discussed on this first day, what are they actually looking like to you now? What have you done? Like, what are the actions in your roles that you've seen this show up in? What are some stories? What are some, you know, examples? How, how are you integrating these things into your own way of being here mm -hmm. every day? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally agree 100% on that one. That's a golden nugget right there. It's important to have workplace values of employees align with the organization's workplace values. Mm -hmm. So Lindsay, what I'd like to know is, in your opinion, how do organizations begin to implement value or values in the workplace? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, one thing we've already, like, you, you touched upon it, is that in that onboarding process, mm -hmm. um, if we don't take the time to so from day one, it's not necessarily about here's the um, things that you're going to be doing in your role. It's more about here's how we are and here's how we operate and here's the environment that we create. Here's the intentionality behind why we have these values, how they show up and what our expectations are in how you live them in your, in, in your own role. But you also get to have ownership of that, so you tell us what do these mean to you. Um, another thing is, so just like just like humans, um, companies grow grow up, right? Yeah. So the values that they maybe founded their company on will change over the lifetime of the business, which is okay. Um, it, it's simply a matter of, okay, well, this is who we are now. These are the values that we actually have. However, we have employees who have been with us since the beginning and they're used to operating with these other values. How do we start to transition and shift our way of being so that these new values take hold? Because these are the ones that we really do believe in and it's clear. Um, and that goes to really understanding, well, what were the beliefs that informed the workplace before? Mm -hmm. Are any of those beliefs going to have to change? Because if they are, <laughs> then values will not take hold until we address those behind things of the beliefs that are informing the values. Right. Um, one thing that, you know, um, a, blah, 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 what a team can do, what a leadership uh, and their team can do is have a conversation. It's not the leadership team dictating, these are our values, this is how it's going to be, suck it up, buttercups, or, and if you can't get up, just, there's the door, right? That's not really how it should be. Um, it's, it's get everybody in a room and say, well, what do we stand for? What is this, what is this um, organization? Who are we? How do we want to be? Where do we want to go together? How are we going to do this? 
and start that conversation because from that conversation, you'll be able to start to identify what those values are. Right. And the people will have way more buy-in because they mm -hmm. are participating in a conversation with the leadership team about what is happening here. Now, it doesn't mean that the leadership team will then say, it'll take everything and be like, well, we have to have these values because the, the individual said so. Workplaces don't, don't, don't necessarily work on that, but it is a starting place to say, who are we? What is it that we're wanting to stand for? When we're in certain situations, how do we want to act? What are those things that are going to guide us? Um, you know, if we have certain beliefs, well, why do we have them? And is it important that we rewrite them so that we can be more in alignment and intentional with where we're going? Because mm -hmm. if we don't all get on that same page, we're never going to get there. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's sitting down, it's understanding what is this definition, why are we doing this, and then where in the company do we weave these things throughout? So you know, even going before an onboarding process and into the interviewing process. Are your questions um, in the interviewing process value focused? Mm -hmm. Do you have questions that invite the potential employee um, to share their understanding of what a value is, to share how they may have lived that value in their own life and demonstrated it so that they themselves have stories and you can see alignment right from the get-go before they are even provided an offer. Right. And that's, it's weaving it into these different processes, into our review strategies, into bringing um, individuals from different departments together right. to learn, okay, well, what does this value, how does this value show up in your, in, in your tech, uh, technology part, uh, department? and learn from that. And then from marketing, how is this value in our marketing? And how are all these teams coming together and working together to, to make sure that they have a clear understanding of how everybody sees these values um, right. showing up in their workplace so it's not siloed. Right. Um, you said some important things there. Um, I think when I think of values, I think of um, job postings as well mm -hmm. you want to it doesn't have to have values in as far as the wording but just the way that you read it um, it should come across the values of the company and what the company stands for and what they believe in and and their structure and their processes this is when you're reading that you should be able to say oh my god I love this the values of this company I really need to apply for this job I think I'd be perfect for it. So, and I think that values also too, you have to understand that companies change, but people change as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've changed uh, <laughs> from eight months ago. I'm not the same person that I was eight months ago. Yeah. So can you just imagine what a company employees, they're going to change. Their values are going to change as well. So I think we need to talk to these employees and, and, be close with them and understand what their values are and if they changed and what can we do to, to help them if there's any um, issues there as well. So I think it's important to spend time with your employees 
have a little bit of check-in with them yeah. make sure that they're okay and you know make sure that their values align continue to align with the company as well such a beautiful point um, because yeah even going into that writing of that job description you're absolutely right and I um, early on in my career I had the opportunity to work in a recruiting company and loads of lessons um, but one of the things that is often said to individuals who are looking for a job um, is not go out there look and look for a job it's go out there and look for a company that you want to work for what is that culture what do they stand for and then see is there a role in that company for you who are the companies and the organizations that you idolize and want to work for and the worst thing that can well the worst maybe not the worst but one of the most unfortunate things that can happen is that somebody can fall in love with a company because of the external stories that are shared because they've been massaged by uh, public relations because on the work on somebody's website they can they can always just write well these are our values this is what we stand for so on and so forth they finally get their dream job in this company and the culture is not at all what they expected it is the complete 180 of what they were, of what they had dreamt of working at for them. Mm -hmm. So it's so important right there is that to attract the right people who will stay in your company beyond that mm -hmm. three month trial period, right. not trial. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. totally blanking on that word, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, because if somebody gets in there and they are so hopeful and they are then there only to discover this is nothing like what they put their outside face on to be and I am miserable here and now I'm going to leave well now you have uh, someone who is not going to be an advocate for your company and probably not speak great things but then you're also going to be having those additional costs of turnover and having mm -hmm. to uh, rehire again mm -hmm. and look for another candidate. And what happens if that candidate has the exact same experience? Right. So it's so important to have this alignment in you know, what our values are saying about us, what our external face is saying about us, what that customer experience is like, and that it's in supporting the values that we are saying are ours so that we keep the good people so that people um aren't turned off right because that's that just does such damage to that company itself right i think of the when you're talking the first word that comes to me is passion and i think uh, someone uh, i think people are in a situation where they have started a job they're in the job for however long or however many years but they've just lost their passion mm -hmm. and i think when you're fighting your career you need to have a passion for the career that you're doing just like you have a passion for uh in your career uh for what you do being a values vixen mm -hmm. that's you have a passion for that and i mm -hmm. think i have a passion for doing this podcast you have mm -hmm. to have a passion. Yeah, oh, absolutely you do. It's a lot of work, Andrew. And if you mm -hmm. don't have that passion, 
in what you're doing, then I, I sure hope that somebody then has a passion elsewhere in their life. Absolutely. But if they don't, yeah. I mean, we're at our workplaces so many hours oh, of yeah. our lives. Yep, we, uh, we need to remember that we have to be happy where we are because we do, you're right, we do spend a lot of time um, at our jobs, so we have to be happy uh, when we go in every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Lindsay, one thing I read on your LinkedIn profile that caught my attention is that you say that values saved your life. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate uh, on this for our guest today, Lindsay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, it is a very bold statement, maybe, um, but it, it is true. And so this, this goes way back to the days that I was in the corporate world. And I ended up having, um, I ended up finally facing, I guess, my demons and having to go through and take a medical leave so that I could finally deal with my depression, my, my anxiety and my decade-long purging disorder and it was really in that time off and the work that I did um, with with many professionals <laughs> let's say that with many many professionals that I was introduced to this concept of values and when I started to understand what these values were and understand that I did not have them in my life and understand that values that were mine that I shut off as a child because the world had started to tell me who I was supposed to be and my own personal values were quote unquote wrong. I, I realized this is why I'm harming myself. This is mm -hmm. why I am letting that judgy, judgy voice hurt me and put me mm -hmm. down and say these horrific things to me that I would never say to anybody else. And so finally, in my values, I was able to see, why am I doing this to myself? Mm -hmm. And it's because I was purposely trying to keep who I was numb by living other values, by, by, by purging everything I ate, by just being this harsh, harsh human to myself. Mm. And so values gave me that compassion to start understanding who I was was never wrong so how about I try and start really living as myself and go back and remember when I was four when I was actually this happy go lucky elf as my aunt calls me and yeah. what would happen and you know, don't get me wrong, I still go through depressive cycles. I'm still fairly anxious at times. However, I'm now coming into my 12 years of being purge free. Um, because I understand what my values are and who I am. And when those other things start to come in, I'm like, okay, well, am I not living in alignment with my values? What's going on here? How do I step forward? How do I help heal myself? And it's always, for me, a series of things to help with my mental health, but it's really about, well, how now, how, how now, how am I going to be taking values-based action to help move me forward in a more aligned manner so I don't mm -hmm. feel numb, so I don't 
feel called to fall back into these old harmful habits and so that I can move forward and grow from this. And so that's, that's what I mean by values saved my life is they helped me understand I wasn't living as Lindsay. And what's, what makes me interesting to people is what I was trying to really hide. And you can't hide that anymore. Otherwise, mm. I'd, you know, uh, I'd be dead. Mm, yeah. Um, that's a great story, Lindsay. I am happy because, uh, for you, because not everyone today has found or discovered what their values are. So mm -hmm. it's amazing that you were able to discover that and move on and find your passion for what you do because like I said there's a lot of people out there today a lot of people that I speak to that are just simply not happy doing what they're doing and don't know if there's a, if they don't know if they're at the beginning or the end they don't know where what direction they're going in so mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I commend you for, for that that's 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 awesome thank you you're very welcome um, Lindsay, if I was to ask you to use one word to describe yourself to our listeners today, what word would it be? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I used to hate this word um, with myself, but it's true. I mean, this word is true. Is It's quirky. I, I mm -hmm. am a quirky individual, and there's no hiding it. And I used to try and hide it so much, but... I am. I'm quirky. I'm a little different, and mm -hmm. that's okay. So, definitely quirky is the word. The word. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. There's nothing wrong with that word. Um, you have a an amazing personality. So, um, you know, that comes out, and it just comes out in your, you know, it's a little bit of humor in your. Uh, in your personality too so uh, that's, that's yeah, awesome just a little bit just a little bit um so i did a little bit of research myself Lindsay, today and i uh, came up with a word for you uh, myself and the word that i came up for you was endearing oh, oh I and like the reason that. and the reason why i say that you are endearing to me is because i have spoken to you many times mm -hmm. um over the phone and you I feel that you are genuine authentic and you are kind mm. I feel like you are unique witty you have such charisma you have humility and you are one of the most empathetic people I've met so that is the word that I would choose for you I'm not saying that quirky is not I agree with you also but for me endearing is uh the word that i would use for you thank you andrew that thank you andrew that 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 means a lot that that warms my heart and um somebody's tearing up on this side of the phone i don't know who <laughs> but somebody is and <laughs> just you know what I I, uh, I wanted to tell you that, Lindsay, because I feel like sometimes, I, actually, I shouldn't say sometimes, I feel like it's important to tell people what you think of them, 
and mm -hmm. if you, you know I, I I never want to miss an opportunity to tell somebody what I think of them um, in a positive nature. So <laughs> I know I it's like oh Andrew. <laughs> I want to I want to make sure that I tell them because I think it's you know I think it's important. If you mm -hmm. miss an opportunity to tell them, then you may you know wish that you get that opportunity again. So I never miss that opportunity. So. Oh, well, Any Andrew, fun? you are appreciated. <laughs> you are appreciated, my friend. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome, and you are appreciated as well. Any final thoughts today? Final thoughts? I mean, yeah, honestly, don't wait until there is uh, not even a tragic don't wait until you're forced to have to go inward and look at yourself to understand your values right be proactive in it because it will change your life it will open up so many insights into what are you doing and why and mm -hmm. you'll be able to light your heart and mm -hmm. I, I, I can't stress that enough is that when we understand our values when we decide these are my values rather than just operating in the ones that had been modeled for us we open up whole new avenues to who and who we are and what what we can become um so so take some time to really invest in yourself and understand what matters to you what do you stand for what lights your heart when are you your most uh, calm even in your own self mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. beautiful beautiful words if any of our listeners today want to get a hold of you Lindsay how might they do so oh golly well <laughs> they can go to my website which is brpconsulting.ca because businesses are people too or uh, they can always find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my playground at Lindsay Harl Kadatz. Um, and you can find me either by typing in my name or going to Andrew's wonderful profile and going to his connections and finding me in there. <laughs> yeah, and I will, I will do my best to drop all of your links as well into the, um, into the episode so people will have those as well, mm -hmm. Lindsay. Um, it was a pleasure having you on today. Yes, thank you, thank you. I've, I've, I've been, as always, I've enjoyed our conversation, my friend. Yes, I think we always do have great, uh, great conversations, and I think the listeners will will, will agree with us as well. Yes. So on behalf of, on behalf of myself and my guest Lindsay Harl Kadatz, I would like to thank you all for listening today, and until next time, be safe and remember that if we all work together we can accomplish anything.